Hi friends, my name is Kelly Rowland and this is my podcast, Brazen and Brave. So since I was a teenager, I have prayed to God that I would live a life that isn't limited by my own beliefs and that I would really go after and be brave and live the life that God has called me to live. And that's really what this podcast is about. And every single episode, we are going to dig into the word. We're going to have real conversations and be honest, real humans to talk about how can we live a life that is brave? How can we live a life that is bold and courageous? And how can we take steps and take action and be unafraid about what the world has to say about it? Friends, I hope you're excited as I am. So let's dig into this episode of Brazen and Brave. Hi, friends. Welcome to this episode of the podcast. First and foremost, I want to apologize for not having an episode last week. I had recorded ahead and I was doing good, but I came down with a virus from HE Double Hockey Sticks and I have been sick for two weeks and I lost my voice for a week. Still not fully there, but we're getting there. But I am on the mend, feeling better, and I've had the content that I wanted to share with you ready and I've been so excited to talk about this. So I'm so happy to be back behind the mic. So this week, um, and just for reference, I am going through the New Testament before the end of the year. I just started and been reading through it, and I've been taking a ton of notes. And of course, when you read something one, two, three, four times, you see new things that you didn't see before. And that's what I want to share today, just something fresh that I got from Scripture that was just transformative in how I saw scripture and how I see scripture and how I see the beauty, just the beauty in it. And so what I want to talk about is an incredibly well-known, you know, place in the Bible. And that is the Sermon on the Mount. So at this point, Jesus has been performing a lot of miracles. Um, He has his disciples and he has He's been growing this following, if you will, and this is where he does the Sermon on the Mount. And so I'm going to read it just in case you haven't heard the Sermon on the Mount before or you haven't read it. Um, And it's just good, even if you have heard it, to kind of hear it again. So it says, and it's in Matthew 5, starts in verse 3. It says, he said, blessed are the poor in spirit. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of God. And 
There's a, a couple more verses, but I'm going to stop there. So that is the Sermon on the Mount. And I will be honest, the very first time I saw this, I heard, read Sermon on the Mount, I was just like, a little taken aback. I'm not going to lie. I'm, you know, I'm first thing out of the gate, blessed are the poor in spirit and blessed are those who mourn and blessed are those who, um, you know, will be persecuted. And it doesn't sound all that positive, right? And, and for you, maybe you see like the beauty in it first thing, but maybe you're more like me and you're like, wow, that doesn't seem like someone who's blessed because in the world standards, we don't say things like that, right? It's not like, oh, you just lost someone, you're blessed. Or, oh, you're so poor in spirit, you're defeated, you are so blessed. Like, I think most people would say, like, that's not what you would tell someone. That, oh, you're so blessed. So, it seems to be conflicting to say all these things that someone is and then to say they're blessed. And... Truly, I really wrestled with the Sermon on the Mount for a while, at least to understand the full implication of it. Like, I do, I did get it, but not, like, really. Like, I knew that I needed to do more digging and more understanding. And so, what I wanted to share and why I had this, like, profound moment is the verse, the verses before that, okay? So, before the Sermon on the Mount, this is what it says in Matthew 5, 1 and 2. Now... Now, when Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on a mountainside and sat down. First of all, like how humble is that? His disciples came to him and he began to teach them. So, the thing here is that, sorry for the dramatic pause. Full transparency, I pushed pause and researched this just for a second because it almost sounds like he saw the crowds and then sat down around his disciples to teach his disciples, which he did. But according to the internet, because this is how I first read it, the crowds could also hear him. Because to me, this was profound. Because he knows he has a crowd. And he also knows, knows he needs to teach his disciples. And so, in my mind, I was like, he could have said anything to encourage, to inspire, to tell these people the great news about who he is and the freedom and the hope that is found in the kingdom of heaven. And my thought was, well, the way to do that, in my first gut would be like, not this, Right? My, my, my very first reaction was, whoo, you're talking about the poor in spirit, the mourn, the meek, those who hunger. Like, man, that's, that's some tough stuff, right, that, that we go through. And then it hit me. I was like, this was the perfect thing for him to say. And here is why. And here's why this is such a beautiful sermon to me, and it's so encouraging, and I hope you find it encouraging because oftentimes, and this is why this is so important to me, oftentimes I think Christians do the disservice of portraying their life as if these things don't happen, as if they don't get poor in spirit, as if they don't mourn, unless they don't, like, they don't go through hard stuff, right? Because 
I talk about this in my book that I thought being a Christian meant that I show the world that I have got it all together, right? Because God's got this. I'm not, I, I cannot show weakness. I cannot show blemishes because somehow I thought that would somehow take away from God and what God had done in my life. I really believe that. And I really believe that so many Christians think that and they think they have to live a certain way and pretend everything's all right. God flipped the script here for us, for me, to say, I know you're not all right because you're human. I know that those of you who are listening to me are broken right now. You're poor in spirit. You're in need of provision, not just physical provision, but spiritual provision. I know right now that many of you have just lost someone you love, or maybe you have people you love who are sick and you are hurting you're dying inside because you're mourning so much i know that so many of you have been persecuted and will be persecuted because you follow me and so what jesus does here he goes ahead and he says straight up straight up life will be hard just because you're a christian does not negate the hardness that life is and life brings Life is the great equalizer. Just because you're a Christian doesn't mean you don't get cancer. Just because you're a Christian doesn't mean your husband won't cheat on you. Just because you're a Christian doesn't mean that your mental health isn't going to struggle because you're going through some hard stuff at work and at home. It doesn't mean anything as far as the world says that blessed is. It doesn't. That's not what Christianity does and that's not what Christianity is. Believing in Jesus Christ is the, how we can rejoice and how we can find comfort and how we can find peace amongst the struggle and the pain and the things that life will most certainly throw us. And so truly, I had this profound flip of how I really thought about the Sermon on the Mount because I just really did. I'm not kidding. For the longest time, I'm like, when you first read it, it just kind of might throw you off. Maybe for a new Christian, it might be like, that's not blessed because that's what the world says. And maybe if you've seen some Christians living, you just think they all got it all together. But that is certainly not the truth. And so what a beautiful thing that Jesus did to teach his disciples to teach this and to tell that crowd It is through me, it is through the kingdom of heaven that when you go through this, when life does happen to you, you have a place where you can seek refuge. You have a place that can offer you peace and understanding that transcends all things that we could humanly think are possible. It is, you are blessed because no matter what we go through, that Jesus Christ is always our comforter. He's always there. He is steadfast. He is there to love us, to comfort us. He knows our pain. He sees our pain and he wants to help us in our struggles. And I'm just so thankful that the Sermon on the Mount is a Sermon on the Mount and that it's not something else. I'm so thankful the the Bible doesn't, it's not some glossy, flossy thing of like, oh, you just believe in me. You put your faith in God. You say you believe Jesus, you know, is who he says he is. And it's all going to be all right with you. And blessed, then blessed would equal what we see blessed as in the world, right? 
You can call it what it is, many different things that society says the standards of being blessed are, keeping up with the Joneses, all that good jazz. We could go down the list. You know what I mean. But instead, Jesus didn't do that. He showed us that I know you're going to go through hard things. And because of who you believe in, this is, this is the gift that I'm giving you. And you can rejoice. And that's what it says in verse 12. It says, rejoice and be glad because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way, they persecuted the prophets who were before you. And all that's saying is that rejoice and be glad because the reward is not here on this earth. Through our pain, through our hurting, through our struggling, that is a given. But what is a given is our reward in heaven because of who we believe is our savior. So I know that was a bit all over the place and hopefully that makes sense. But I truly, and I wrote this in my Bible. I said, being a follower of Jesus doesn't mean we have it easy. It means we have peace and refuge in the storm. So if you're in a storm today, if you're feeling any of those ways, poor in spirit, you're mourning, Whatever the pace, whatever the thing may be, just take heart in knowing that you do have refuge in that storm, and that is through Jesus. And it doesn't mean it's not going to hurt. It doesn't mean that you're not going to be in pain. It doesn't mean that we get to be negated of all the hard stuff that sometimes life gives. But what a beautiful gift that Jesus did and shared on the Sermon on the Mount. And I hope this has encouraged you today, and I'll talk to you guys next time. Y'all, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Brazen and Brave. If you feel encouraged, if you feel a little bit more bold than when we started today, then I am so excited for you. I want to encourage you to go out, take action, and to go after your goals. And if you feel empowered, give someone some of your light. Share that love. Share that encouragement. And I hope you have an amazing day. And I will see you next time.